This is where the magic happens. Hey guys, very excited. I got my period today. Ryan knows all about it already. Um, I needed it because I got to go bleed something up. Oh, uh, was that what we were talking about last week? Yup. Tomorrow's a big day. They extended the thing and I've been insane. And when they told me they extended it last week, I was like, well, am I going to survive till Wednesday? But I guess we'll find out. And got my period two days early so I can go bleed it up. Anybody uh, who is fortunate slash unfortunate enough to have a period, I hope you know how to blood something you want. You basically just go rub your blood on it, ask the goddess, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> your intuition will tell you how to bleed on something, trust me. Yeah, I'm, and let's... Go. I'm making my mom drive me too. And I'm like, you got to stay in the car and watch for people so I don't get caught rubbing my menstrual blood all over this thing. Well, I mean, there's lots of different areas on this particular thing that you could mm -hmm. technically... I already Do did something real gross to it last time that Melissa told me to do. Melissa St. Hilaire, brilliant witch. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it in secrets what I did last time. Welcome to the gross. program. It's um, grosser than rubbing your blood on it, basically. Yeah, anyway, sorry, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, okay, so it's grosser than that. Yeah. Okay. If it's grosser than that, become a patron and you'll find out. Also, effective. And it's also, not effective. Fun. You guys, we've moved past urine, but urine still works. Don't come here. I, I did that too. Anyway, go on, Ryan. Oh, okay. So now I'm very <laughs> curious about what could. So you've already eliminated urine from being grosser. Yeah, it's grosser, but it's it. When she told me to do it, I was like, ugh. And then I was like, well, how badly do you want it? And then I did it. So I guess I really want it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm now. I'm a little nervous. I went from curious to nervous. Oh. It's gross as fuck wait until you find out <laughs> okay so i guess you'll just have to be a patron over patreon.com backslash uh, where magic happens uh you can find us over there for two dollars a month is the minimum yeah. um so oh eleven dollars a month for secrets though oh yeah yeah but then you also get to do watch parties and all kinds of fun stuff with us oh okay so did you enjoy that full moon that we just had yeah um what did i even do for it god something bigger than usual what the hell did i do for it i guess i wasn't supposed to talk about it yeah because it was just um if you're listening to this it would have been in the past weekend oh I know. uh ish area the general i guess it was a harvest moon um it was very beautiful i was in kentucky at the time kind of out in the middle of nowhere and it was you know really cool to be able to see a full moon without the la smog and light pollution and all that kind of stuff so it was, it was pretty rad no, I was not in a cornfield, but I was in a field type area. Cornfield, cornfield seems like a romantic place in Kentucky to look at a moon. You know, even at romantic in the sense of like of um, you know, pastoral. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know. I mean, as far as like you know, calm, serene, and uh, very quickly could be terrifying and yes. monstrous. Yes. Oh, like Lovecraft Country. Have you watched it yet, Ryan? I, I still do not have uh, access to HBO, so I, I have not watched it. I can't believe I'm even saying this. Games of Thrones who? Are you serious? Yep. Straight up 1,000%. Especially after that dud of last season. Games of Thrones who? Love well, you know, the last season was kind of, it was made. It had to be dismissed, yeah. Wasn't no. it made because like it was just like, like the fans were just like, we you will not accept this show to be end. 
last season is like when your favorite uncle gets dementia and starts sexually harassing you and you just have to put those memories out of your head and just remember who he was before. Well, that's a very specific analogy. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, because I think originally wasn't Game of Thrones just going to have like a two episode finale kind of thing and then they they stretched it out. And they were going to be like two and a half hours each. Yeah, and then they stretched it out because people were just like, they would have murdered the people if they didn't give them more. Also, those motherfuckers screwed it up so they could go make a Star Wars sequel, prequel. I don't even know where they are anymore in that fucking constellation. Sequel, right? Yeah, sequel, because Luke Skywalker's old. Um, Nobody even knows which Star Wars you made, dudes. Game of Thrones is truly epic. Star Wars, now that you crank them out like they're fucking... I don't know. Pokemon. Now we're we're getting into some dangerous territory here with what you're saying. Cranking out like iPhones. There you go. How many iPhones are there? Oh, I mean, calling Star Wars like the iPhone is, um, you know, to I many to many Star people, Wars. this will be sacrilege. What you're doing? I right love now. Star Wars. I love iPhones too, but but Star Wars has been a huge train wreck since Jar Jar Binks, and we can all admit that that is the truth. Oh my gosh, I would not agree with that it's a shit show ryan i'm not gonna because some people haven't caught up i actually went to see the newest one in the theater and realized that there was one missing that i hadn't seen and i was like you know what this is awful i can't even i love star wars i can't even keep up with star wars you're i mean you're really bringing down my 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 boy my dude who is amazing as kylo ren adam driver i mean these movies are i would argue that these movies are very good and very entertaining (laughs) And well, you gotta, you not to mention the other one-offs that they do, because they do every other year, right? They were doing every other year where one year it would be like a offshoot, like Star Wars universe. And then the next year it would be that's what I'm talking about. a continuation of the story. Those movies are also very good. Like Rogue One, that's a very good movie. What's the Star Wars TV show with Amy Sedaris, who I thought was Tracy Ullman when I first saw her. I that's, thought that was Tracy Oh, Ullman. no, you're talking about Disney Plus. You're talking about Disney Plus, yeah. the uh, Mandalorian, which was also very good. I'm sure they're all good, but it's just too much. Can we please have some original storylines? I know Baby Yoda is supposed to be original. I don't know his story, honestly. And I fucking love these characters, but it's enough. Did you watch Mandalorian? No, I didn't. It's very good. I also haven't watched And I'm also biased towards Mandalorian because they use a lot of comedians in Mandalorian. Or comedians pop up everywhere. Bill Bill Burr's in there, Amy Sedaris. I mean, it's, I don't know, Mandalorian was very enjoyable for me. I'll watch it. It's just like, um, what's the other thing I was about to say that I know I'd love? Dark Crystal, something else. Eh. Dark Crystal was epic. Did you, did you ever watch, did you end up watching Rango? No, I have to watch that. Yeah, you have to watch it because, you know, there's so much cool shit going on in Rango. But um, Rango really is kind of a master manifester. Oh, in his own uh, way a he's a lizard so of course i love it but um yeah so rango was a 2011 movie which i can't believe i missed this i don't know how it wasn't on my radar but it's very trippy it's not it's pg-13 so it's not even really made for kids you were telling me this you were telling me this when i was playing with the squirrel that day and the hawks were around and i said i gotta go ryan hawks she was hiding under my dress that's how bad it was yeah and, and a hawk is in rango as one of the uh main antagonists yep yep see i love hawks in theory i don't like them anywhere near my precious squirrel god she's so special she spent all day with us yesterday 
And so just as a reminder of the people who aren't patrons and maybe didn't <laughs> get the update, let's give the update on Penny the Squirrel. Oh, yeah. Right after we recorded, that was just last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, I was shook. Um, she showed up right after Ryan was like, okay, I have to go pee and then we'll do secrets. I see her outside. I see the cats going crazy at the window and I rush outside and I was like, I heard myself and I, I was like, oh my God, that's my kid. Like, that's my inner child talking. And I was saying, penny, 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 as I ran up to her and she had her back to me and she was burying a nut. And I was stroking her with both hands, saying her name over and over, bawling, like weeping, so grateful she was still with me. Oh my God, too, too much, <laughs> like way too many feelings. And after that, ever since then, constant nuts on the ledge, like we're just spoiling the shit out of her. But then also my mom and I keep saying, isn't it great that Penny's not dead? Because <laughs> we were both a wreck. That was one week ago. Things are happening. What, so many now, Let me ask you a question and I'm not trying to be uh, insensitive. Mm -hmm. What is the average lifespan of a squirrel? Indoor, 20 years. Outside, two to three years. Oh, okay. I know, it fucking sucks. But I also- uh, A buddy of mine has a squirrel pet. He had like those little flying <gasps> squirrels, pet squirrels in like Damn. a big cabinet- kind of thing in his place in Nashville. Uh, interesting creatures, but you have to, you, if you have these indoor flying squirrels, you can't, you have to be very careful not to let them out. Um, and you have to make sure, and if they do get out, you have to make sure your toilets are closed, you know, for obvious reasons, because uh, squirrels don't know how to swim. Uh, oh. Flying squirrels don't know how to swim necessarily. So, you know, you have to, it's, it's a very dangerous situation. If did you know that out. they have a high tolerance to rabies? Have you? Did you ever watch Meerkat Manor? Oh no, yeah, that was a great show. You know, because the meerkats are these. Or it's the uh, documentary, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I watched it um, with my first husband when I were watching it, and I'm like, I love this. This is amazing. And then my favorite meerkat got bit by a snake and like protecting his little brother oh that's right because they had named they named them all right and followed little, the individual meerkats. yeah courageous little shakespeare was my guy and um i'm just gonna tell you guys because this has been on forever and don't watch it anyway honestly don't watch it um i thought because they were filming they were there i thought like well this is great because these people can intervene or whatever you know and he survived this like crazy snake bite. He, he fought the snake off of his baby brother, came back, like went into the desert to die, came back healed. And you were just like, oh, this is amazing. And then all the meerkats went out for a picnic or some shit. I don't, my, my brain is for sure scrambling. They went to go look for, I think they, they relocate like every couple of weeks they relocate. So they all went to relocate, left brave little, courageous little Shakespeare with the family. And these other meerkats moved in on them. And a great big male goes in the tunnel after Shakespeare and Shakespeare never comes out again. And I still haven't recovered from that shit. That's why you're telling people not to watch it? Yeah, don't watch it. That is a spoiler to save you from real life being a fucking monster. And I know that not all animals are supposed to survive. And I know Penny might not. She's really smart though. We've been watching her when cars come, she runs up her tree. She's so smart about staying out of the road. She's like the male guy comes up and she runs up the tree. She's not fucking around. She's very, very smart. But um, I know that they don't all get to live and I'm not, I'm not going to bring her. Oh my God. But when 
I was on the phone with you and that hawk came and I got a phone with you. I was, my instinct was just pick her up with your hands and carry her in the house. Like that's what I was going to do. She can't come in the house. She doesn't want to be in a house. Also there are cats in the house, you know, even though my money is on Penny, they all have their claws capped and they're neutered and they've never boots killed a lizard one day and I barely killed. It was awful though. Um, but yeah, animals don't want to be inside and I get that animals are going to die. I'm not like fucking crazy Disney princess brain here, but I don't get pleasure out of watching shows about them where, oh, but that's real life. Nope. I'm not watching TV for real life. Animal death. Not into it. <laughs> that's how I feel about like murder documentaries. Oh my God. Like yeah. I'm not watching TV for real murder. Um, there yeah. is a I happened to watch one though recently, uh, American Murder Story or whatever, the doc, the thing that just came out on Netflix about the uh, family in Colorado, the young family in Colorado, the Watts. I guess it was a national news story. I didn't, I, I wasn't aware of it, but. I don't know it. Anyway, it's, yeah, I won't, I won't say anything about it because it just came out, but um, it's like, you know, how do you Call clean your day. palate after something like that? And then, and then watch this movie, Good Time. Uh, which is the uh what is it the uh i'm saying the name wrong probably the shafty brothers who did uncut gems oh and it's got robert pattinson in it um is is the lead oh, actor and it's like okay w watch this to to clean the palate and it's like this did not clean the palate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two hours wait. of chaos i can't wait for saint maud which we can't get here because we didn't handle COVID well, obviously, and the UK did, so they can go to movies still there. They're still being treated like adults who know how to wear masks and respect each other, like fucking grown-up mature people. Um, so St. Maud won't come here until after it's already gone all around the world and been in movie theaters, which, you know, we deserve it. And um, I thought it was Meryl Streep in this movie because the actress looks just like and sounds just like a young Meryl Streep. It's not Meryl Streep. It's some other beautiful, talented young woman. And it, what else is So you thought Meryl Streep was like CGI'd like De Niro and well, Irishman or something? Or guess, well, how I did you thought, think it was Meryl Streep if it was? Because <laughs> I, I even saw this preview on the big screen, so I have no excuse. I guess I thought, wow, she sure is aging well or something. I don't understand. They also have um, lympho lymphoma, lymphoma, lymphoma. Lymphoma? Sounds right. Are you talking about the disease? Yeah. So that she's wearing like, you know, a little turban and eyelashes. Uh, so, but still, you know, skin, that's all, her skin is gorgeous and glorious and Meryl Streep has beautiful, brilliant skin. So I just, I had no idea. I had no idea until I was, I subscribed to a Google alert about St. Maud because I am obsessed cannot wait to see this shit it looks like the exorcist oh my god the soundtrack oh all of it i can't wait but mostly miranda july's kajillionaire comes out for streaming i think on the 16th i put it on my calendar and i love her we're talking totally different languages right now when it comes to things that are on my radar and things that are on your radar <laughs> yeah i want to see the scariest most exorcist uh ish film and a bisexual genius female film next i don't i don't know anything about kajillion i just don't know anything about films that are coming out um i put them I all think. in my calendar the good yeah, ones. i just don't have any I, i'm just not at all aware of films that are on the horizon i just know that i'm watching um the boys on amazon 
uh, the boys kind of disappointed me. I just thought that. Oh, I, I'm, I love and, I'm loving I the like, boys. But that reminds me of what I was going to say. The reason I can't keep up with the superhero movies. Overwhelmed. What the fuck? So much. Too much. Don't need it all. Well, like, hey, you know, back. money makes money. So yeah, it's like, and I think they're always good. I think everything's good. It's just, I need like different stories. It can't all be set in the same fucking universe two times a year, however often these, I know it's not that often, it just feels often. Well, it's interesting because I was having a conversation with someone just yesterday on my other podcast and we were talking about the- Oh, commod- other podcast. My other podcast, Me and Paranormal Oh, is that uh, podcast? <laughs> over 500 episodes. Um <laughs> And it's, um, we were talking about like, a, a, we had a brief conversation about the commodification of gods, right? And mm-hmm. the, and how gods have been changed or turned or transformed into commodities for comic books and movies and entertainment, uh, which is a big difference from folklore, right? I mean, there were stories told around the campfire, I guess that you could say were the earliest versions of movies. Um, but like there were lessons inside these stories usually. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if not, I mean, always there was some kind of lesson uh, or message inside the stories that were told. And now you wonder, you know, sure, there might be a story or, or a lesson in these modern day like superhero movies that essentially are co-opting gods like Thor, for example. He's an Avenger. I mean, that's a God character. And yeah. So what is, and Thor's really funny and handsome and buff and attractive and a badass and indestructible. Um, and, but it's just like, what is the, you know, the lessons have kind of fallen off from yeah. that used to be attached to some of these characters. And I think it's only a matter of time before that happens, you know, if society remains the same way with some of these other characters that are a little deeper into the magical lore. Um, like characters like Hikate, who we saw pop up on Sabrina. Um, uh, well, kind of. You know what's um, funny? The whole the whole time on Sabrina too, I was like, why are they dicking around with the devil when they could be with Hikate? And I was like, oh, maybe she doesn't exist in this world of witches, you know? So then, you know, anyway, go on. But yeah, but it, I mean, it's, um, it is, I mean, I understand why, they, I, I do kind of understand why they, they you know, obviously, because they flipped the whole script on the religious fanatic. Yeah, it's like um, so, leaving Christianity to go be empowered by something more individual, individualistic, like witchcraft. Oh, yeah. But then there was also like the extremist witch, you know, like the fundamentalist yeah. witch. It was like, yeah. you know, how dare it's you not Sabrina. say praise Satan all the time. And, yeah. you know, Sabrina was more like Satanists, not necessarily witches, which are two totally fucking different things, except in that universe. Yeah. And in the satire wasn't it was was well done, I think, I you know, it, like yeah. exposing the the matriarchy inside the, (laughs) you know, establishment of religion as it stands, organized religion. But I do wonder what character might be propelled into the spotlight next and then kind of put on that same track of commodified and, you know, used for entertainment value with this. I I was, my nephew just yesterday and I were having a conversation and he was talking and he mentioned the Wendigo. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what did you just say? Isn't it Wendigo? Wendigo, Wendigo, uh, Wendigo. Yeah, sure. Winnebago. Winnebago. uh, Winnebago (laughs) Man, the best documentary of all time. Hands down, no discussion to be had. Oh, I've never seen it. And it's been on my radar for a while. Best all time. No discussion. Um, 
So uh, for me, for me, there's no discussion about it. But the, although, you know, Don't Fuck With Cats was really good and Tickle oh, was extremely good. Anyway, so that that documentary, you've seen it, right? Don't Fuck With Cats? No, Don't Fuck no. With Cats. No, because I know what it's about and I can't. You think you know what it's about and I'm telling you right now, you're you're incorrect. Doesn't someone, doesn't, oh, doesn't, isn't the whole premise that someone like brutalized a cat? I'm not trying to give away this documentary because I, I would hate if someone spoiled it for me. All I can say is you think you know what it's about and you don't. Maybe, okay, maybe, but I really can't do animal cruelty. I can watch people get like chopped up all day and eaten and be pretty cool about it, but animals... I mean, you can kind of tell too where it launches from with the title of the movie, like "Don't fuck with cats." Like, well, you I know, like that title. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Um, when when to go? Oh yeah, so he brings this up, right? And I was like, "Wait a second, you know about this?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, it's in uh, one of the episodes of Supernatural." And apparently, this and people are often surprised that I've never seen a single episode of the TV show Supernatural. I've never seen it either. Which is like 14 seasons or something. And it's all about these like two essentially paranormal investigators um, who are very handsome and attractive. Oh, maybe um, you should do them. Sounds like somebody stole the story of Ryan Singer. Oh, yeah. Doubled it. <laughs> well, and also probably a little more brave than I am because um, they keep doing it. Um, <laughs> sorry, there was, I, there was a, it was raining acorns. So, uh, <laughs> what? And so on these, roof here um there was like bangs but uh because you know it's fall so everything is falling mm -hmm. uh off the trees here it's it's pretty it's beautiful but it's also starting to get a little too cold for me um oh. yeah so i'm actually headed back to los angeles uh in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. um you know from the time of this but what was i oh so he knows about the windigo right and i was like how do you know about this and he's like oh supernatural i was like well so what did they say it does and supernatural and he gave some quick um quick answer and so i was like let me tell you some other <laughs> stuff about the wendigo um and what basically what i was trying to explain to him was this is a character in a tv show right and there is you know not a ton not a ton of historical relevance or accuracy in the character necessarily um now i again i'd have to watch i'm just going off of what he told me real quick in like 30 seconds and i was like you what you i was like the interesting thing about this character that i hope you understand at some point if you ever get interested in it is this is not a fictional tv character this comes from a cultural belief of an actual thing that is real isn't it native american yeah story? it's native american and um and then it gets very complicated with some of these other things because there are certain Native American stories that aren't supposed to be told mm -hmm. uh, in certain times of year. You're yeah. only allowed to tell certain stories, you know, if it's winter or, you know, and many of them are oral traditions that have been passed down. I think there's like maybe at the very most just a couple of anthropologists who have ever been able to record audio of some of these stories who have gone in and studied the culture. And the and there's one story and I don't remember all the details, but the, the audio was allowed to be somewhat released. And then all this really bad shit started happening. And so it had to be destroyed. I'm pretty sure. Um, 
And it's, you know, and I'm like, this is like real life stuff, you know? And, you know, so like this might be some like sexy character on a supernatural TV show. Um, but at the end of the day, where it comes from is a very, you know, it's a very, you know, old, ancient story. Yeah. And to say that it's just a made up thing is, is not accurate. Yeah. And because, you know, there's a large group of people who believe that this thing is real. And so I do love all entertainment and I love all that kind of stuff that TV shows and things like that and that involve this stuff. And I've even, you know, tried to make a few of them myself. But when it comes to the historical accuracy of representing these, some of these mythical, magical, you know, creatures or cryptids or beings or entities, after a while, it totally gets lost. It totally gets washed away by the money. And I think Thor is probably the best example of that. And it hadn't <laughs> even occurred to me until recently. I mean, because when, if you were to walk up to any person on the street and just be like, okay, close your eyes and I'm going to say a word and I want you to tell me what you see. And they close their eyes and you say, Thor. Oh, yeah. I, I would argue that at least anybody who's somewhat connected to media or the internet or anything like that, I'd say 75% of those people, they see the image of what's his name? Liam, Hel or what is his name? Chris Hemsworth. Or Chris, Hem Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I always get him confused with like those brothers, you know, those brothers that are, there's uh, so many Chris's. The one those, Chris, isn't who Captain are the brothers? who are the really yeah. handsome, attractive brothers that, that are actors that I'm talking about? One of them's in Westworld. One of them's in, um, uh, that great TV series, um, that I love. That's about being able to have new skins, um, where you download your consciousness and the new skins. I have no idea. I, I just watched. I've been. I watched. Too, I binged too Who's many things, and I can't remember. He's the security guard guy. Oh, I have no idea who that um, is. It's there's like three of them that are out there working Brady in movies. Says, and, I think Lady to Lady. I think they all have um, done this whole Chris thing. She's told me about it a couple of times. And there's like the best Chris. I think is the Chris who plays Captain America because he rescues dogs. And Chris Evans. I think Chris Evans is their top pick, and I trust those ladies. Okay. Sorry, and, but there's a family. There's a there's brother. Who are they? I wish I could remember their names. I'm not going to look the it up. Ones. They're over. That's not me. the bald ones. Not the bald ones. Um, these are like action hero bald ones. I don't have any idea. And I know the guy you're talking about in Westworld. And I had no idea who he was before I started watching Westworld. And I still have no idea. But I'll tell Did you, you what. Good luck Wait. watching Lovecraft Country and not masturbating directly afterwards and watching it a second time. I'll tell you that. And it's not even about that. It's not even about that. But good luck trying not to match. So watch uh, Lovecraft Country alone. Oh, my God. When was the last time two people so hot? Like, did you want to see them have sex? I mean, oh, God, it's so good. It's so good. The last, I, every time, every single time, Prairie and I are, every time we watch it, the last episode, and I say this every time there's an episode, I'm like, I can't fucking. And to be clear, that sound effect you made for the patron or for people who aren't oh patrons. God. That was her texting with her thumbs. Oh yeah, um, I don't know what sound it that, sounded. That yeah. <laughs> that's what we. Anyways. That's the noise I make when I text. Um, seriously though, Lovecraft Country. Holy shit! Um, Michael Williams, right? Is Omar from The Wire? Is in it? 
fucking love him. The young actors who I don't remember if I've ever even seen them anything before, like the ones you want to masturbate and look at. The whole, right now too, the fact that this was made before the Black Lives Matter movement got this huge push is blowing my mind. Uh, Emmett Till has a whole fucking episode and I cannot take it. I, that was the last one. Cannot. And then they say things like only two more episodes left and I want to slip my wrists open. I can't. So that makes me not want to like, uh, I mean, who oh, knows how many seasons there'll be, but this is one of those things where I'm going to like sit on it probably for a well, while. And because Watchmen was perfect. Watchmen amazing also, i couldn't get past like episode i like got i got lost interest like halfway through like episode four of watchmen really watchmen is not nearly as good as lovecraft country but i did you know what there was an episode in watchmen now i can't remember totally the first one i felt was kind of contrived with don John johnson and the way it ends i was like Meh. but um i stuck with it because i loved the graphic novel and i i quite enjoyed the film um but by the end ryan by the end you're so satisfied and you're like by the, the way they wrap up the season you're like oh my god season two ah and then it gets canceled even though it wins all those awards just recently so fuck you hbo get your shit together but also okay so maybe i'll have to push through it since i know that it ends all i can watch right now is i'm just like insecure because it reminds me of la and my friends and it's also fabulous fucking black women and how often do you just get a show about people being normal and they just happen to be black? like I already said this I think on here I keep re-watching it and it makes me so happy because you just feel like you're hanging out with people again <laughs> just want to hang out with people again. well come to Ohio and uh you, you see <laughs> we'll that go to the court field. <laughs> uh, there's um people hanging out with each other I mean the bars are open here but um are the bars open in LA they're still closed or not I don't know. I don't think they're open. Um, LA seems smart. I mean, people have a different... It's uh, the thing to be opening because when you drink, you get stupider and sloppier. That is not... The, you should not be out in a pandemic drunk. Get drunk at home like the rest of us. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a different mentality about the severity of coronavirus in different places in the country and ohio is one of those places for sure. It's much more loosey-goosey here and it makes me uncomfortable. You know, because the people around me are, you know, here in Ohio, so they're, they've got a very loosey goosey attitude about it. Mm -hmm. and, Georgia was, you know, makes no me a little mask. uncomfortable. Yeah. No so I'm going to be going back to um, Los Angeles and, uh, you know, very soon. I'm looking forward to being able to pop back in, say hello, and hang out for a little bit, do my voting, um, which is the main reason I'm going back is for voting. And can't you get an absentee? You know, my ballot is, I'm, I got the ballot tracker and it's already been mailed to my house. So, oh, to, um, to LA. yeah, and it gives me a good excuse to go back home yeah, uh, and get some hikes in, in my favorite hiking trails. But uh, yeah, so I think that is, you know, I mean, we're, it seems, it seems like we're in a, in a, like a, a frozen time pod. And I'm just like, I just can't wait to get through the next four weeks um you know so we can be post-election with our lives and you know see what that world is and you know i'm yeah. very optimistic and think that the world is going to be you know much better but um for those who were uh curious out there i think i just heard right before we started recording that trump has tried is instructed the white house to delay uh any stimulus package until after the election now 
what? I'm so surprised. I'm so shocked. I'm so shocked by it, man. By this I'm guy. just yeah. Now I I don't want to talk about the debate, um, but no. it, it was a it's an interesting there's an interesting phenomenon though, and this doesn't need to be a political podcast, but something interesting has happened since that debate, and that is you can have a conversation with a conservative now, and at least I have a couple different times. So I'm in Ohio, so there's conservatives. You know, it's like fifty fifty around here. And I'll every conversation I've had, I'm in a swing state too. Oh my has, god! Yeah, we're both in swing states. People have been asking me, well, "Why don't you just, you know, establish your residency and vote there?" And I'm like, "Because I'm already locked into the system. I'd already ordered my ballot. I'm like, yeah. I'm not, you know." Um. Anyway, everybody I've talked to that's on the other side of this issue of the presidential election, you know, duality, they can't believe how bonkers and how out of control that debate was. Nobody um, that I've talked to anyway has, um, and you know, these are pretty level-headed people, I think for the most part, maybe. Um, they're just like, I can't believe this is where we're at as a country. That these are the, this is the options that we have in front of us, that we are here. Like it, it feels like it's not real, that this yeah. is what we've yeah. turned into. And, um, and so I think that was like a, that was like a weird watershed moment, I think, for a lot of people yeah. when, you know, maybe they were still holding on to support for this guy. And then they saw the way he behaved and how he just can't be a person. And yeah. like, this is yeah. the person who's in charge of the country. And so I'm, I'm very optimistic after that debate, um, that there's people who fell off and, um, you know, I, I even think I've seen fewer signs in the general area yeah. in yards since that happened. There were people who had a huge like Christmas display <gasps> of like Trump shit everywhere in their front yard. You know what I mean? And I was in Kentucky and I drove back into Ohio and I drive through this area on my way back and it was all down. And wow. so like I saw that and I was just like, Oh, I wonder if they just said, I can't fucking do this anymore. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very optimistic. I'm, so I'm very optimistic. So I don't want people to, but I mean, I've had to do, and I need to do a better job, but I've had to do a lot of anxiety work recently. And like, cause I've just been a fucking wreck lately. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that could be something that we could focus on, uh, you know, and, you know, just remind people that, you know, some good magical options for trying to, you know, reestablish some calm and stability and at least your mental yeah. state. Cause it's been, it's been very difficult for me. Um, it's a horrible time right now. I am trying to go back to the beach more, even though I don't go in the water because there are fucking monsters in the ocean, what is wrong with you people? We're running a houseboat that has, I tell you this, it has a slide off the boat. We're going out on a houseboat for like four days. My brother, my mom, um, my brother's best friend who, I don't know why we're hanging out with people during this, but we are, or him. I haven't seen him since I've been here. I've been here for fucking six months or something now. Maybe, I don't even know how long. Time isn't real anymore. But we're going out on the river in this boat and they're gonna swim in it. They're gonna go down that slide. There are fucking alligators in that water. How is it worth it? 
I don't mess with gators. I'm going to watch them die. Everybody does it in that water. They kayak it. Fuck that. No. And you know, I'm not like, I'm not afraid of things, but I'm not stupid. And I'm pretty sure I've probably said this on here once before, because it's my favorite go-to analogy. Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. Super fun. Super fun. Everybody, all kids like it. If once in a blue moon, a monster jumped out of that ball pit, grabbed a child or two, pulled them down, and you never saw them again, would you ever get in that fucking ball pit? That's the ocean. That is the ocean. That is that fucking lake or whatever, or river we're going out on a boat on. I'm trying to think of a reason why someone might get in there other than like you can't tell me like the person who's like you can't tell me not to wear a mask i'll do what i want i'm not afraid yep, people who people, people who just want to be like show how brave they are for whatever reason but also we came from the water at some point you know what i mean so like there is some kind of primal connection to the well, water yeah, to the ocean get in the bathtub i don't understand even when i'm in my brother's pool because one time a water moccasin was in the pool oh my god it's the worst story he was cleaning the pool. Oh my God, it's the worst story. And, um, and I'm pro snake, but a water snake, this one was aggressive. It, who knows? Maybe it had babies nearby or something, but it came at him and he started to run out of the pool. He was in there with the little thing. Like he's very meticulous. He's like full fucking Virgo with this stuff, cleaning the pool. The snake is swimming at him and he's running and he's huge. He's got so like- that. You're explaining every single person's nightmares yeah yeah when you run in slow motion away from something chasing you oh yeah well and a snake a water snake through the water a large man who has like the build of a bouncer not gonna beat the snake and he realizes this as he's mid-run and he turns around with the suction device and the snake is right up on him and he sucked the snake up (laughs) he shot back to water moccasin not back to it clogged the filter it like all broke down for a minute and he had to have snake parts removed, which I'm not pro killing snake, but that snake, if it had bit him, he might not have been able to get help. So like the snake, it was, it was, it was live or die. In I'll situation. beat a hawk to death. If it comes from my squirrel, I will. Or, or it was kill or be killed in that situation. Well, it sounds well, like to I me. probably won't succeed at beating a hawk to death. That, but that's just my fight or flight. I don't want to kill animals, but I don't want my animals. You know what I mean? Anyway, we're all barbarians at our core. No pun intended fight or flight when it comes to killing a hawk. <laughs> Yeah, but so, so, um, I was, oh, so yeah, snakes, I'll be in the pool and I'll even be scared of them, you know, like I'm oh, scared of them, super hyper aware. And there's nothing you know, wrong with being scared of snakes. No, thank you. I'm usually not because we have a lot in mom's yard and I like them. She bought all this snake be gone pellet stuff that they don't like the smell and you're supposed to sprinkle it around, but I hid them from her because I do, we don't have any poisonous snakes in the yard. They're all just like sweet snakes and I do like them. And they, I told you they live, well, now I'm recording in my bedroom because I got a desk. Well, you know why there's a hawk hanging out in your neighborhood now? Because snakes. there's snakes everywhere. It's not, hawks oh, love snakes. We did see a, a hawk eating a snake recently, but that was on my brother. That's like, a, you know, that's like Chick-fil-A for hawks. They love that shit. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you're right though. But you know what? That's a bummer too. I know hawks have to eat. They just need to not eat the animal that I bonded with and I see when I journey. Penny Penny is with me when I journey. Like she's fucking special. There are more mushrooms around her tree. Oh, I love her so much. Also, I had this really great experience where I was sitting with my mom and my aunt 
um, because my aunt's in town from the UK and it's been so fun and I love her so much. And we had a Halloween party on Saturday. We did Witch and Famous and um, my cousin came as Miss Cleo and my aunt came as this really famous British witch that she told us the whole story and I was already drinking several martinis and I don't remember it now, but it was super cool. And um, uh, we had this great party. So then she, she, they just like pop by, which is so fun. And we're sitting in the room and I keep smelling Penny, plainest day. Um, and this is uh, Claire Gustens is when you, right? No, yes, Clairalliance, which is which, Ryan? Clairalliance is taste and Claire Gustens is smell. You're talking about smell. Yeah. Oh, I. Right? I, this is my psychic development course. I can't even remember. I always get these two mixed up. Anyway, I'm smelling Penny, plainest day. And she smells like mapley tree like cedar she smells like all kinds of trees as one and she smells just like my grandfather smelled and I'm smelling her as though she's in my face and I'm like oh my god do you guys smell penny and they're like no and I get up and she's right at the window and I was like oh my god we're so psychically linked I love her um <laughs> well I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> Gustens. Uh, I'll have to look that up because I, I'm not familiar with that phrase um the the thing I've been using that is, you know, I get a little outside the box, I guess, to try to ground myself and relax and, you know, ease my mind. And I don't know how I never, I don't know how this never occurred, or I don't know how this was never on my radar or how I never saw it or whatever else, but I cannot stop watching Pawn Stars. What? The, the reality TV show Pawn Stars. Wow. About the my pawn shop that's in Vegas. And I have to go there now. I have to go to this pawn store just to like see the shop. But uh, it, you've heard the guy's name, Chumley. Have you, I'm sure you've probably heard that guy's name. Uh, he's kind of the doofus on the show. Anyway, um, this show is so basic and simple in concept and yet somehow entertaining. Um, because I mean, like, those, those shows, somebody's scratching at my door. Those shows are really fun and entertaining. I mean, and they, especially right now when we all just need to like get the fuck out of our heads. Get in here, Rue. Come on. Yeah. So I've been binging Pawn Stars. Um, and I think, the, you know, the guy who owns the shop, this guy, Rick Harrison, he he's a very likable character. He's always laughing and always having a, you know, a good time. And like uh, yeah, so it's um, at least on, you know, on the show he is. So it's it's been I don't I can't believe that I'm like sucked into this thing, but I'm loving Pawn Stars. And I've never been like a, a huge reality TV person. Um, and Pawn Stars is just my jam right now. But, wow. um, you know, and you don't have to think about anything when you're watching it. And it's kind of relaxing. You get to see people try to make money off shit they found in their house or that their great grandfather had. And then you see the disappointment when they realize they bought a fake somewhere when they're on vacation and they get pissed off and be like you're full of shit and you don't know what you're talking about and the guy's just like hey man i'm just you know don't be mad at me be mad at the person who sold you this shit uh and lied to you yeah. um so it's it's i it's, like the one where they get a witch bottle and they drink from it and there's like shards of glass and menstrual blood in it and they're like this isn't wine <laughs> i haven't seen that <laughs> have episode it's why it's no Oops, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to check that episode. I'll have to keep, I'll just have to keep, I'm going to watch all of the episodes of this show. So I'm sure I'll see it at some point, but also I took a really long hike, um, in Cumberland state falls in, um, Kentucky and there's a waterfall there and all kinds of good stuff. And that, that was like a very, 
soothing thing for me to just, you know, be getting physically exhausted. And, and so Boots is waving at the patrons right now on camera. Angela cannot stay focused. Um, I'm listening to you about the waterfall. And um, the one Boots does control. not look like uh, they want to be there right now. Oh my God. <laughs> He's a rag doll, so he can do whatever you want to him. He doesn't mind. Yeah, he really does look like a rag doll right now. He is. He's like, he's just thinking in his mind right now, this is my burden. There's a room. He's breathing like a little chubby kid. He's like, ah. This is my burden. I must be rag doll. <laughs> this is the life I, this is, this is the life I chose. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing, kind of trying to figure out ways to, you know, kind of you know, it's funny because an old high school buddy of mine uh, recently started texting me about grounding. And if you know, and if you knew this guy, he lives in Florida, actually. And if you knew this guy, the last thing you would ever expect him to text you about is grounding. Um, And, you know, and so I thought he was messing with me for like the first 10 minutes of our conversation. And then the more and more uh, we were texting, I realized, oh, he's not, he's not messing with me. I mean, cause he knows I'm into all this what stuff. Was he, right? asking you? he was just like, have you ever gotten into grounding? Like I've been, I've been getting, going into this rabbit hole about grounding, you know, like just laying in the earth and taking your shoes off. And like, are you, are you familiar yeah, yeah, with this? Cause this is like, so, this is like so amazing. And I was like, are you fucking with me right now, bro? Like, <laughs> I mean, I won't even tell you this guy's nickname that we use for him because it's, it's not important, but it, but it kind of really encapsulates the, like who this, you what know, is it? I'm not going to, it's not, it's not appropriate for me to say. Oh, if it's his nickname, but you're not going to out him. His you're nickname, being very kind right now. The nickname is so ridiculous that it's, it's, you know, it's, and this was in like when we were 16 years old, he got this nickname. Mm-hmm. His nickname, <laughs> it's really fucking crazy. I mean, the more I think about it, his nickname is Jizz. <laughs> that's See? so dumb. That's exactly <laughs> the reaction. And it's because um, we were at a religious retreat in high school called Kairos, which is a very intense religious retreat you go on when you're a Catholic school student. And um, where they, you know, you go to these you go to like a campground or cabins or something for like four or five days. And uh, he got the nickname there because we were talking about, I think it's Jism is the name of fish sperm. Um, and so we were calling him, basically we were just calling him fish sperm for some reason. And Jism got shorted to jizz over, you know, soon after it got shortened down to jizz. And now we are in our, you know, early forties and we still, refer to him as jizz it's so funny when i went to camp i peed the bed but nobody knew could have gotten a potentially fucked up nickname no you would have you definitely would have had a nickname because that's the thing about nicknames you don't get to pick your nickname and i tried we've talked about this or i've tried to give myself multiple nicknames growing up and none of them stuck uh because you can't give yourself a nickname usually it's i think it's pretty rare where you can decide your own moniker. I had a lot of interesting pet names. Gabe and I had Shmi, which we still call each other. We call each other Shmi, Amo Damo, um, Uter, which is from the Simpsons, old Simpsons. 
and um, my Gemini and I called each other Mr. Ham. And I remember one time he called me Mrs. Ham and it freaked him out and he went right back to Mr. Ham. So we were both Mr. Ham because Gemini's. Um, my mom calls me Wolf, Wolfie Girl, which was supposed to be Wolf when I was born. She would say I wolfed things down, but then it turned into Wolf. I've had a lot of nicknames. Pants, calls me Pants because I never wear pants. But also she says, because she doesn't wear pants, but she wears the pants. Ah, I see. Mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to think what nicknames did I, my mom had Rai Rai Sing Sing. That was really, yeah, Rai Rai Sing Sing was probably my nickname it's my, growing it's, up. It's important. It's on my list of things I need in my next partner. We have to have a fucking amazing pet name for each other. But don't these things, don't these things happen organically? Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So can you make a list of something that must be required that also has to occur he organically? He has to organically come up with a, an adorable and daring pet name for me. Or else, I'm sorry, it's a deal breaker. I'm just kidding. It's not a deal breaker. But it's on my list. It's what I want. Oh, okay. And I'm going to get Brian because I've waited almost two years for this motherfucker. He's going to be so matchy-matchy with that list. He's going to be a Florida man. Oh, God, no, he's not. No, he's going to be a Florida not. man. I'm telling you, he's going to be a Florida man. Nope. nope. Oh, we can't nope. talk about nope. this nope. yet, but I, I'm, I just know it's going to happen. I just know. You're fucking lying and you're wrong. Maybe before him, <laughs> I hook up with a Florida man. I'm open to hooking up with a not Florida man, but like a, a man from Florida. A not Florida man, Florida man. So you, you're, you're open to hooking up with a not Florida man, Florida man. He had to go out of Florida to get an education because there's no opportunity for education within Florida. Like you have to go to a college outside of Florida for me to even consider you. So you couldn't even <laughs> went to like Florida true. State I'm, University or University of Florida. I mean, or... I'm being dramatic, but my type of person is usually worldly. I always make jokes because Boots Boots is dumb and handsome, and I'm always like, I like them dumb and handsome. But honestly, I like the opposite. I don't really care that much what they look like as long as they're fucking brilliant and funny. They should be cute, but it's not really that big a deal, honestly. If you could see some of my exes, and so many of my friends after breakups would be like, I could never believe you dated that guy because they are very hung up on looks, and I get it. But they might not be attractive, but they were brilliant. <sighs> That's a sapiosexual. Nice You're a sapiosexual, is what they call that. I am. I am. Yeah. So it's, it's attracted to I mean, intelligence. My brother used to tell me that I was clearly more evolved because I didn't go for looks. I went for brains. And I was like, oh, that's just because I have Mars and Gemini. Don't <laughs> 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 give me credit for Well, do you want to give people any kind of um, anxiety soothing uh, tip here before we? You know, yes. to wrap this up. Nature. Nature and don't listen to podcasts, even though this is not good for our business. But don't let don't let someone else's words be in your ears when you go into nature. Go hike. You can listen to music, especially music you've already heard before, so you don't get hung up on listening to lyrics. It's better if you can just listen to some good meditation like, music while you're out there hiking or walking. Yeah is when you get such good messages from your guides it's when you get clarity on things you can't make your mind up about um nature is the answer big time right now um but also i want to talk about that crazy crystal 
thing I sent you. Oh yeah, let's wrap it up by talking about selenite because it turns out that um, many of us, myself included, have been incorrectly understanding what selenite is. Patrons, that selenite lamp up on my Hakate altar, not selenite. Oh, I have a selenite wand, not selenite. Real selenite can't be in the form of a wand or a lamp. It's not fibrous. That, what is it called, Ryan? I sent you this link because it was blowing my fucking mind. Sarasafa or something? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up real that quick. Um, it's good for PMS. Great. You know, good for I'll find it here. Stuff. You don't have to worry. It's called uh, Satin Spar. Yep. And real selenite is clear and not fibrous and can't be in towers or it's like hard to get it in a, in a stick, like in a wand. So we've all been duped. And I've been charging my shit, supposedly, or so I thought, on quote selenite, and I, I haven't been. Um, yeah, but satin spar is like clear, or I'm sorry, selenite is clear. You can see through it. Uh, selenite is very, I mean, I, I did, I knew that there were various forms is what I thought of, uh, that selenite can come in various forms, much in the same way quartz has many different forms and calcite also has so you know different colors gypsum. i think you're thinking of gypsum because selenite is specifically clear gypsum though is there gypsum is like quartz how quartz is like rose quartz so well what i mean is i've the seen the, i've seen the clear selenite and i knew selenite came in this form that is actually turns out what selenite is yeah um, so I was yep. under the understanding Desert. that selenite had this other form, this fibrous form, but also this other clear form. And it does look very, so you've probably seen selenite and you thought it was, you, you possibly thought it was quartz, um, uh, because yeah. they're very similar looking and I'll have to do a, a deeper dive into the research on like, it's, it's, there's gotta be some kind of molecular, molecular structure difference, obviously, and things in location yeah. where they come and, from. But this is very interesting. Yeah, because I put those fucking lamps. I was even telling people buy these, put put these. Well, Sarah told me to, and you know she. I only just told her too because she just did a Reiki class and she was telling everybody to get decaf green tea to get to decalcify your pineal gland. Anybody who's in that class, I already told Sarah, green tea is one of the highest fluoride. It has more fluoride than fluoride water. Green, it's how they process teas. So even like chamomile tea has a lot of fluoride. You got to deep dive on this stuff. Um, Fluoride is worse than just about anything for pineal gland, but like so many people just don't know this stuff. And these fucking lamps, I've been telling people, and I'm sorry if I gave you a reading, I told you to put selenite in all corners, get real selenite. Cause I got to do it now. I got to get all new shit. My wand, I'm going to put it under my mattress, like where my lower back is for, cause it regulates hormones, the, the satin spark. It's not great. It doesn't really do that much. Otherwise real selenite, um, can, can evoke protection from the angelic realm and get rid of negative energy. Like real selenite is the jam. And satin spar has its own, has its own, has its own thing. Yeah, it's okay. It's, but it's mostly hormonal stuff, which is which great. For someone who, hormonal. if someone, yeah, if someone like really suffers from uh, hormonal, you know, problems, then satin spar could be, you know, great for them. Yeah. But it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a little more hyper-specific. Like when it comes to the, the, you know, I, I hesitate to say that there's a hierarchy in the crystal kingdom when it comes to the benefits, but the you know, like, kingdom. you know, like everybody knows quartz is a big, you know, quartz is a big dog, you know, one of the top cats of the, the crystal world. And 
So, you know, there is uh, you know, so get some real selenite. It turns out I have to do the same thing. I got some quartz right here. I got all kinds of stuff right here. Oh, I got my amethyst. Oh, great news. The $18,000 amethyst bathtub I'm going to buy is marked down to 15,000. Oh, wow. And, don't... and as you know, I have a huge project in the works. So I'll be buying it any day now, obviously. Well, you just have to make sure that it's not quartz that has been heated and turned into amethyst artificially. Oh, it's real amethyst, but it is not a solid block. It is amethyst that's been together. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, well, so that's that's good information to have. Yeah. Do we want to read um, a uh, review before we go? Or yes. what? I was going to read a couple because we have so many good ones right now, um, but I picked one. And I also want to thank our new patrons, Sue and Augustina. Augustina? It's spelled a little different than I'm used to saying the same, but thank you guys. Super appreciate it. I'm going to do a thing in December, I think. Everybody who's become a patron since, been a patron since October, I'm not sure yet, but I'm just going to give like a bunch of stuff away. I have all these cedar sticks I'm making from Penny's tree, her magical tree that has a ring of mushrooms around it again. I just post it to my stories. Um, so Faye, it's a fairy tree, but anyway, I'm just going to make cedar sticks and mail them to a bunch of patrons this December, probably just draw names. I'd like to give everybody something. We'll see if I can pull it off. Um, but yeah, please become a patron. Ryan and I will dress up in Halloween costumes. If we hit 200, whatever you guys want us to dress as, um, and we'll probably host some kind of Halloween party on zoom for our patrons. Um, but I also want to read this review. Okay. Wonderful Witchy Wisdom by Dancing Queen for Life. Isn't my most favorite handle so far? It might be. Uh, this is hands down my absolute favorite spiritual podcast. I love the energy between Angela and Ryan. Their banter is so fun to listen to and their personalities vibe together so well. I legit find myself laughing out loud or straight up yelling, holy shit, yes, because the topics they discuss resonate so much. It's really a good mix of entertaining conversation and truly enlightening information. This podcast has kind of kickstarted my journey down the woo path, so there's no looking back now. Um, 10,000 slash 10 would recommend. That That's is, great. Thank you. Dancing with Dancing Queen, or? Queen for Life. Oh, I, okay. Dancing Queen for Life. Ryan, we have so many reviews. That's really sweet. Sister. Thank you very much for that. We appreciate that. That's so fucking sweet. Thank you, new patrons. Thank you, Dancing Queen for Life. Thank you, Dancing Queen for Life. Damn it, Minx. Somebody's in my closet. Maybe you can see this. Patrons, look at this shit. Can you see that cat? Ryan, look There's at that. There's a police line. Do not cross. No, it's it's a canoe, and it says, pedal oh. faster. I hear banjo music. I bought it in Georgia. Oh, okay. I'm going to put it over my bathtub slash hot tub. Look at that cat climbing my clothes. Minky. I see it. I can see it. There's, a, it. there's a cat in a in a in a maze of clothing um, so of course of course it's in there of course it's in there well who wouldn't go in there that's like telling a kid not to run into the woods or into a fruit uh, okay so uh, thank you so much everybody i think what we learned here today is get out in nature don't let other people's words in your head when you're doing it connect with yourself and your guides um and then also put your blood on it um and then yeah put, your, put a bird on it put and, your blood uh, on it and satin spar is probably what most of us have that we think is selenite. Yeah. So um, deep dive, find yourself so you some real selenite if you um, if, that, if that's yeah. what you're looking for. 
maybe give the sentence bar to anyone in your life who suffers from menstrual issues, you know, and putting it all under my mattress. Cause what the fuck else am I going to do with it? Yeah. Gotta get new, um, gotta get real selenite up in this joint. Get some real Sorry. selenite, baby, baby. Okay, cool. Well, I think, um, I think that's going to do it. I, you know, we are, um, headed into the second week of, well, this is the second week of October. So we're getting closer and closer to Halloween and then also the real Halloween, which is election day. And then, um, hopefully I, I have a feeling we're all going to get a treat and not a trick. So, uh, just keep your heads up out there and don't forget. This shit is free.